Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Nina Boyd. Rena Gorman. And the producer, Mike. Oh, he was not <laughs> expecting us to be that fast. <laughs> <laughs> Normally we're like, uh, we don't know if we're going to start yet. Shouldn't have opened that bag of potato chips right before we started. These are really good, though. We got our Girl Scout cookies. We got uh, kettle potato chips. Ooh. Pepperoni flavor. I don't we're normally like pepperoncinis. Yeah, these are pretty good. Yeah. But anyways, we got a really fun uh, naturey animal uh, episode for you today. There's actually like a theme in today's episode. Mm, yeah, I'm trying to think of an animal pun, but I'm coming up empty. I thought I'd have one by <laughs> then, but I still didn't. So I see what you tried to do there, and you yeah, failed. Well. You're welcome. So um, we're going to talk. I didn't even have to fuck that one up for you. Yeah. What happened? Self-sabotage. I mm. know. We're going to talk about the fastest appendage in nature. I know you've all been dying to know. The dick. It's not a dick. No. no. How can it. it be fast? It's attached <laughs> to something. It doesn't move on its own. <laughs> Ask we're a lot of ass dudes with PE. We're not, we're not talking about that. Okay. We got uh, schizophrenia caused by crazy parasites. We've got uh, sharks eating sharks. We've mm. got uh, interesting animal hybrid robot thing going on. But uh, first, I'm really excited to talk about this one. Yeah. The flying squirrels, they glow pink. Like all the time that we can see with our naked eyes. Obviously not. Okay. Because no one. I was wondering if I was looking at the wrong ones. We yeah. would have known by now, I think, if okay. it was that obvious. That's true. But why don't you tell us about this one, Ina? All right. So I guess if you shine a fluorescent light on a flying squirrel, if you're lucky enough to catch one that way, you'll see that they're glowing pink. Um, or if you just happen to be hanging out with a flying squirrel at a rave or something like that. Well, then like obviously that. you would know by yeah. then. Yeah. Because you'd have your fluorescent lights with you. Mm-hmm, exactly. As well as in the venue. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, they found this out by accident because some scientist was walking around the woods at night as they do researching things with fluorescent lights. Um, and he happened to shine it on a flying squirrel and then he noticed the squirrel was pink and that gave him pause. He was like, okay, that's <laughs> weird, you know. And so they took gave it back the squirrel to the lab. squirrel pause too. Right. Four pause. <laughs> yeah. They they analyzed squirrel skins later, I guess, that they had on hand or something, as you do. Wait, 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 wait. Where did these squirrel skins come from? Um, they didn't kill the squirrel, like, in the moment. They just had them at the lab later. Yeah. Nothing you to see here, Reno. You just, just move on. You either just scoop up a bunch of dead flying squirrel bodies, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Yeah. Or you're going out hunting flying squirrels, which is kind of fucked up. No, they're not hunting them. No, the guy, he, he had a black light with, or a UV flashlight with him because he was looking for, like, fungi and stuff. Sure, sure. And No, he did. And no, 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 I'm, uh, I'm agreeing with All you. All right, okay. And then he found the flying squirrel. And then later in the article, it mentions, like, oh, here, here's a picture of some flying squirrel skins, one under regular light and one under the UV light. Kind of looks like cotton candy. I almost. know. It's a strange sort of, like, unicorn blend of colors, like pink and blue pastel-y. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, and again, they discovered it by accident, but I guess the they have some like several theories about why that would be. And one of the main ones is maybe they're trying to like imitate owls because some owls um, fluoresce, if you will. Really? At night. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't some know owls. That. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's just like the white feathers on their bellies. I don't know if it's like all of them. For sure. And I didn't notice either, but flying squirrels are nocturnal. They don't. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I 
knew that at one point and then I forgot. Mike looks like he's going to sneeze, so everyone brace themselves tried, just in case. I've tried so fucking hard not to. But the fact that you're trying not to, not to yeah. the mic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. Uh, producer Mike is having a lot of allergy problems today. Yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're they're nocturnal. Don't mind me. Okay. We're not it's distracting. They're nocturnal um and maybe like their fluorescence has something to do with um communicating with other animals at night like maybe other squirrels or like camouflaging themselves or something well camouflage like i I really doubt being fluorescent camouflages you in the forest finish my sentence some plants that they might be around in the forest also are fluorescent at night Eh. that's what it says i think i think most of the forest isn't fluorescent so i think blending in with the majority of the forest would be better than like I think it's I th- my my suspicion is it's, it's uh, are you disagreeing with these professionals? Yeah, these squirrel yeah. professionals. Okay. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, but glowing in the dark doesn't make you more camouflaged. <laughs> like what if they want to hide flash. underneath like a little you know growth of mushrooms? Uh, looking more like a shadow might help. Maybe. More. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and considering that there's squirrels living up in the trees, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen a flying squirrel. Exactly, because you can't see fluorescent fucking UV <laughs> light. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I bet you, like, you know, for finding mates and all that kind of stuff, it makes it, you know. Yeah, and they glow pink, so it's like a nice romantic color. Like, hey, check me out. Like, that's yeah. that's sexy, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, that's right, I said <laughs> it. <laughs> Called a squirrel sexy. <laughs> it's fucking glowing, dude. Come on. That doesn't make it sexy. Does well, it doesn't make it hurt. less sexy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't makes hurt. it, it <laughs> makes it maybe it makes it nuclear, but not sexy. <laughs> All right. Uh, similar to like why animals look the way they look. Have you ever wondered why zebras have stripes? Like, I have nope, wondered. They're that. not. They're not hanging out around like barcodes. You know. Like no. Or like never jail cells. My mind. Uh, so, but for the sake of this conversation, I'll ask: Why do zebras have the stripes? So you know. Well, some scientists were wondering the same thing, so this is what they did. They took horses <laughs> and they covered them <laughs> in black and white striped like jackets. Like yeah. Blankets. That doesn't fucking like work. Well, but, 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 it worked. Yeah. What? <laughs> they were like, hey, we need to get to the bottom of this. Let's make some horse clothes that look like zebras. And So they went we'll to the local Gap store right. and got some yeah. extra large horse sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> This is more. Was this done on a grant or anything like I'm that? I'm sure it was. It was Maybe done not in UC now Davis. Because of the shutdown. Oh, that figures. Mm. Mm-hmm. Look at they want to know why zebras have stripes. People have been wondering this for millennia. Yeah. Like, do the is it to blend in with the savannas? Like, eh, yeah, it doesn't make uh, sense because it's like mostly just one color out yeah, there. It's Long stretches of like beige. You Let know? me. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take an educated guess here. Mm-hmm. Can I? Yeah. Can I? I mean, we'll see if you can. You may. Right. <laughs> so I'm thinking the, the, the multiple lines of contrast. When the zebra starts running or starts moving away, it fucks with its predator's eyesight. Mm, you're kind of on the it right track, fuck with sort eyesight. of, but yeah. not okay. necessarily, like, not a big predator, if that's what you're thinking. Well, They're not trying to trick, like, lions and stuff. I get that, but it, it does something to fuck with eyesight. Yeah. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. I say I'm smart as fuck. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I'm the producer. You got like 20% of it. I was going to say partial credit. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe 50%. That's more than what everybody else has gotten for millennia. So (laughs) the the stripes work on them when they're stationary. 
they don't need to be moving to confuse the eyesight of said predator. And the predator, should I should I reveal this now or did you want to do it? Let's milk it for All a right. few more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Wait. No. Okay. Fun? That didn't. That wasn't. Okay. No. <laughs> zebra milk. No. Can you milk a zebra? Do you think zebra milk comes out in like regular and chocolate milk? <laughs> <laughs> it depends which udder you <laughs> use. <laughs> They're mammals, right? So they must give milk. Yeah, I think so. That's like a mammal thing, right? Mm. Milk a zebra. <laughs> That's a good band name. I know. Yeah. Milk a zebra. <laughs> anyway. What you doing over there? Milk of the zebra. <laughs> what you doing? Hey. Why are you watching? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, so, yeah. How long did you want me to wait before I, I think say what it is? I think you can give it away Now's now. Now's the appropriate time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the stripes actually confuse horse flies which is like one of the parasites that messes with zebras the most and horses. Um, and the zebra or the horsefly's vision is like low resolution. So as they're flying and they see some zebras, they're fine. And they're like, oh, great, here's something I'm going to like suck the blood of. And then when they get up close to the striped coat, it kind of messes with their vision. And it sounds like it makes them dizzy so they don't end up landing. And therefore, they don't like bite. You know, they're just kind of like, oh, well, oops. Can you imagine? Could you imagine if, like, humans were born with this kind of low-res, like, <laughs> vision? Like, we get up close, like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, and we just get dizzy and, like, fall over? <laughs> like, we'd be fucked. We'd still be in the Stone Age. Stone Age. Like, really? Like, all this evolution and everything just to ward off some flies? hmm Well, the parasites carry diseases. An entire, just like any... An entire, like... Because it's a blood-sucking... Breed of horse. It's a blood-sucking parasite, and they're more common out there where zebras live. And they can carry a lot of like really harmful diseases, so it makes sense evolutionarily. You we changed your whole hairstyle for a mosquito. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Would you imagine? You? Oh man, I, I would. Mean, if we could. I yeah. would wear stripes if that. I hate mosquito bites. Yeah. If that made all the mosquitoes get dizzy and not land on me and suck my blood, I would totally. Just how much like did this? Stripes. How much did this study cost? Um, I don't think that's mentioned here. <laughs> conveniently. Twenty-three ninety-nine. <laughs> 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 Couldn't be much. It's really funny, like these there's Whoever pictures. Whoever paid for this did not get their money's worth. Yeah, they did, because now we know. Yeah. And it's interesting. They figured it out it's by testing trivia it on horses. At and they're best. like, oh look, these horses are now safe from horse flies. Which the other thing that zebras can do is they like swish their tail around faster to get the flies away faster than a horse can. So they're just killing it in all ways. <laughs> Better than horses. That should be their new name, not zebras. Better than horses. Yeah. <laughs> look, honey, look at all the better than horses over there. <laughs> See, it just rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's great. I don't know. Zebra's a pretty cool word, though. I mean, like, if we lose zebra, what other words do we have that start with Z? Mm, that's basically like it. Like yeah, so there's this thing called a dictionary that can help you with that. No, that's yeah. like the entire, like, those little alphabet signs they make for kids. Like, zebras are the thing at right, the end. Right, exactly. It's the last what a xylophone. That's no, an X, you X. dummy. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> huh. You need to get your head Z-rayed. Mm. little Mitch Hedberg joke for you guys. <laughs> uh, moment of silence for Mitch Hedberg. Zephyr. Zephyr. Yeah, Yeah. what the fuck is it? Who e- Use Zephyr in a sentence. Use Zephyr in a sentence. I honestly can't. I think, it's in a, I think it's in a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's, yeah. like warm it's, a, wind. it's a shitty-ass Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Oh, wait, no, it's not warm. It's actually, like, disruptive. Why is it? Zephyr is a wind. Yeah, but is it, like, a peaceful, like, warm, sort of pleasant wind, or is it, like, a blizzardy wind? Because there's one word like that sounds like it's supposed to be pleasant, and it's not. What's wrong with the chili peppers? Up. Chili peppers are fine, really but, like, them. come on, like, they're, they're newer shit. I mean, come on. 
Come on. What's wrong with their new I album? Honestly, I haven't mission. listened to an album since 2006. Exactly. But, I mean, that's also, like, the time I stopped listening to any form of the radio, so... <laughs> Like I just gave up. Like I just gave up after a certain point. Yeah, I mean, like after like Californication, you know, you know how bands get they just get like super soft yeah. and gentle, like easy Stadium, listening. Stadium Arcadium was really good. That was the one in two thousand six. Yeah, that was, is that what the one with Zephyr on it, or Zephyr after that? I think it was after that. I mean, there's there's just no funk to it. There's no like there's it's not hot. There's, it's not red hot. You know, like it's got no zing to it. It's, it's like not red hot. There's no chili. It's just all pepper. Mm. It's not even pepper. Yeah. It's just like what's left after basil, all those words. You oh. know? Mm. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> okay. You got motherfucking flea in there, and like, okay, guess what? They've gone through how many guitarists? <laughs> exactly. I think the bad songwriting can be attributed to flea at this point. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Because if it's a new guitar, like they just got a new guitarist like a couple years mm-hmm. ago, so yeah. it's not Joe, Joe, Josh Frusciante. Josh Frusciante. Yeah, it's not his fault. He's not in the band anymore, so it's got to land on the three people who are always in the band. Josh Shabata. Yeah. So there's no reason for the lukewarm then. Yeah. And then again, I haven't listened to any. I think Stadium Arcadium was the last one I listened to. Anyway, I digress. Let's, let's, let's yeah. talk more about zebras. No, no, no. We're off of zebras now. Okay, zebras. But I don't know how we're going to segue to this. It's kind of like we're going completely left field here, if you will. You will. I mean, <laughs> all right. Only I get that one because I, I know this part and Reno doesn't. But I, um, so speaking of shark uteruses, did you, you know? Go. Yeah, right. That I think it's uteri, actually. I don't know. Would it be? Shark uteri? What's the us? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Okay. Anyway, shark uteri. Some species of shark have a left and a right uterus. And I guess that they can develop like a shark fetus in either side or both sides at the same time. Um, and apparently sometimes these developing sharks will sort of like migrate from one side of the uterus to the other or from one uterus to the other and eat their siblings. This is why they need a wall to prevent migration. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Only one of them will survive. But who knows if the left one is better than the right one or if we should choose one or whatever. Yeah. I would think we'd want to not keep the cannibalistic shark. No, well, we don't really one. have a choice at this point yeah, because they ate the other one. <laughs> I know. But if we could somehow like predict like which one was going to do what. It's like know. it's a done deal. Yeah. Like the winner already won. It's, it's so creepy. It's like kind of the point. Food. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. It's just they have food. They're being like fed in the uterus. Not it's enough. Sh- it's like mammals, you know. Sharks. That's how it works. They don't. They get all their nutrients when they're in the uterus. They don't need I to like attack their sibling. I think you're just kind of jealous that you didn't get the chance to take out like a twin sister when Who you were in I utero. Who says I didn't? Reno. <laughs> <laughs> we could have right? had four in the family, <laughs> but um, th- isn't that how we get chimera? Uh, yeah, right. The offspring? egg splits sort of like accidentally. Or no, there's two. No, like, yeah, like a fetus like consumes or like melds with the other one. Yeah, it's but in this like case, that. yeah, but in this case, it's just eating it. It's Straight not like trying it. to meld it. It's, it's evolution. It's, just it's hungry. survival of the fittest, the weakest link. Goodbye. You're done. I don't know. You're not fit to, b- to breed. Probably should have tried to eat them back. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Why didn't you chew faster? I feel like some of these sharks are endangered, though, so it kind of sucks that they're just eating themselves and there's yeah. even fewer of them, you know? Ugh. But, I mean, if you had the chance to take <laughs> out a sibling, 
in utero. <laughs> in the like, neighboring no uterus. One, and no one would know the wiser, you know? That's you g- true. You'd get away with it. I think you would. Yeah. Ugh. God, these are like some creepy images. Okay. So anyway, yeah, if you're a shark, watch out for the shark next door to you in the uterus because you could be eaten. You should also be looking out for the animal with the fastest moving appendage. Mike? Dick. No, it's not a dick. You get two more guesses. <laughs> you can guess what body part it is and or what animal it is. What I was thinking is like, like how fast can humans move? Like like a baseball pitcher, I'm thinking, like they can throw a ball at about 100 miles an hour. So like their arm must be able to move close to that speed, yeah, I imagine. it's pretty fast. You know? I don't know. Nipple. That how <laughs> they stick in out. What nipple area? <laughs> they stick what? out. What like how fast <laughs> it's cold and yeah, like okay. Well, my nipples solid up real quick. All right. Well, I don't think anything is as fast. Just talking as about it made my nipples hard. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> don't get those hard nipples anywhere near this <laughs> this snapping ant jaw. <laughs> it's a Dracula ant, and its jaw can snap at 90 meters per second. And for all you fuckers out there that don't use mm. the metric system, mm-hmm. that's about... So everyone. Yeah, that's basically all of our listeners yeah. in this country. Though we do have listeners in, in Japan Canada. and Canada. Yeah, that's true. Wait, we have one in Japan now? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, at one point we did, maybe. <laughs> Someone in Japan once listened to us, so <laughs> I think we can count that. We're just starting that rumor now, is what's happening. It's not right. a rumor. <laughs> not a rumor. <laughs> Konnichiwa. Oh. Um, 200 miles an hour. This That's crazy. Ants. And like, if you think about how small an ant is. Yeah. These are regular sized ants, right? These Dracula ants. They're not like any, maybe like a little bigger than a regular ant. I mean, what is a regular ant, Nina? I don't know. I okay. mean. All right. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's only traveling a tiny, tiny bit Yeah, of it's space. not that impressive. So no, but if it's going 200 miles an hour, it's just like faster than... Faster you can see, just be open. It has before you know it, almost no fucking distance to travel. I know that's why I'm saying that's it's why fast. it's 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 so fast. Like you wouldn't even see it move. It'd just be open, shut. Like yeah. you wouldn't even see the distance between point A and point a B. A fraction of a millimeter. Yeah, yeah, but like our mouths don't have that much distance to move to like close, and we can't close in that fast. It's I'm still impressive. Sure, to like some big ass giant thing out there, we move pretty quick. Yeah, probably. Okay, all right, fine. Mike is not impressed by this ant. No. But, you know, it comes in handy when, because they like, oh yeah. For all those molecules you got to chew on? like they No, they <laughs> they feed. Uh. This is another like cannibalistic kind of thing. They feed on the blood of their larva. Ugh. You would too if you could. That's true. If my jaw moved that fast, I would <laughs> do it. <laughs> you get all the leftover fetuses that oh didn't survive the, the... Shark attack? The, I don't know, I'm picturing like a gladiator like stadium battle, you yes. know, like... Two, you know, from each uterus, you know, they meet in the middle. <laughs> Maybe that's how, that's how they view it too. Huh. So like a third, like ovary, like in between the two uteri yes. that they like can meet at, like rendezvous. Or like they fight over that territory. Like and me and you, a third ovary at high noon. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly. Last shark standing wins. Um, so yeah, this little fucking ant is the fastest moving animal as far as appendages. Not impressive. Creepy. Ants are so gross. Is anyone else grossed out by ants? No. Yeah. They kind of (laughs) suck. Have you heard of that new report about how like uh, around like 40% of all the insects in the world have 
died in the past Good. number of no, that's I mean, yeah, fuck insects. But at the same time, they're kind of an important part of the whole big picture of, you know, the circle of life. And uh, Why have they died? Mainly because of us. Cool. <laughs> the six mass extinctions. It's, mm. it's happening. It's a real deal. But anyways, here's something more positive. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no we're going to positive note. Positive note. Flowers can hear. Mm. Fuck a flower. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. <laughs> fuck a flower is no. a great band name, too. Don't fuck a flower. That's not as good. <laughs> Milk a zebra. That's where we draw the line. Mm. That makes sense. Um, Wait, can they hear everything? Like people walking in the woods kind of hearing? Uh, or can they just hear the buzzing of a bee? Just the buzzing of a bee. All right. Well, I'm not as impressed now. They don't hear, I think, in the same sense that like we hear. Like how snakes hear because they sense the vibrations. I yeah, like that's a good comparison. They're sensing the vibrations, which is literally like what we're doing too. But mm -hmm. we have brains to process that signal, and that's true. plants don't. So, but they do react to the buzzing of bees, and they release uh, more pollen or nectar, right? Yeah, they release like a sweeter kind of nectar just temporarily once they hear it, because it's you know it's going to attract the bee over to them and. The pollination helps them out. I'm assuming that's why they do it, because they're like, "Yes, make more of me somewhere," you know. So, so cool uh, evolutionary trait. Mm -hmm. Have you heard that thing where people say like broccoli like smells like shit? Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. me too. No, like broccoli was like it like has some kind of weird like. Not like a scream, but like it does something like when you like chop it in half. Oh, no, I've heard that. Maybe yeah. not about broccoli, but like I remember hearing that. Mm -hmm. They've registered somehow like when they hook um, plants up to those little like, what do you call those little things that you put on people's foreheads? You know what I'm talking like about? Like the EEG? Yeah, yeah, like those little, whatever those are called. Mm -hmm. Then they've gotten readings from plants where it looks like they can feel pain, basically. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. All you vegans and vegetarian, what the right, fuck's up? What are you going to eat now? What the fuck is up now, huh? I mean, uh, that's basically you it. You eat shark fetuses instead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're causing pain to everything. That's what being a predator is, whether you're a fucking... Or even just what urban war predator or yeah, Or... What's the other one? I can't think. My allergies are killing Omnivore me. Is Omnivore is all yeah. Carnivore. Carnivore, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, causing yeah. pain, motherfuckers. Well, yeah, that's it's less life. pain, though. I don't think so. Yeah. It's not well, to the plant. The plant can't process pain the same way that yeah. other animals do, I think, is our current thinking. It's like that's uh, why the other animals taste better. Yeah, <laughs> right. I love the taste of fear. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> this hamburger tastes like terror. It's delicious. That's like, I'll go to the farm, look the cow in the eye, my see the fear, oh my God, and be like, what's so up, dinner? Inappropriate. Oh, God. See, but you've never done that, though. Yeah, you've never killed your own dinner. <laughs> I wish I had the chance. I would, never, I would <laughs> never want to do that. Give me the chance. I mean, I it's not socially acceptable in any shape or form. Yeah, it is. Hunting, really. hunting is socially acceptable. Not, not anymore. Not in the city. Yeah. Well, like, you don't hunt dogs. There's nothing to hunt here. No. What? Dogs, I'm cats, gonna, yeah, squirrels. Yeah, I'm not talking about dogs. Possums. Okay. Oh, that that's uh -huh. gross, but let's kill pigs, though. No, I'm saying you don't or see people hunting in the city. No, exactly. But people go... Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's still... If Mike wants <laughs> to go kill his dad, Hanging off could. the back of your four-by, just <laughs> pow! I'm sure some people Down J do Street. that also, but yeah. God, um, if only. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you want to go hunt some flowers, they may or may not hear you coming. That's it. It's not like they can go anywhere. I've eaten a flower. What kind of flower? You were there. 
Was I? Yes. Oh, yeah, at the wedding. Yeah, I we, ate a flower. Our, some of our good friends got married, and they um, at their wedding, like they had flower petals on the appetizers or something, like edible flower petals as part mm. of the little spread. Yum. And they tasted like water. Yeah, they didn't I mean, have... Like, they didn't have like how iceberg lettuce tastes. But they were screaming all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad. Um, I forget which kind of flowers they were studying here oh yeah but uh, they said that um the shape of the flower like this bowl shape acoustically speaking it um had a structure that would vibrate um like resonate close to the same frequency that the pollinators Mm -hmm. buzzing makes so you know the the buzzing of uh the bees Mm. would cause the flower to vibrate and so the and then the flower can can sense that sounds hot evening primroses Mm -hmm. is the kind of flower which I honestly can't picture what they look like, but oh, okay, they mm. kind of look like little morning glories. I can't. It looks like that's pretty close-up photo, so the flower can't be that big, especially because the bee is like, yeah, it looks like it's a tiny flower. That's cool. And they did experiments also just to see like how sensitive, I guess, um, the flowers could be. And if they had like a flower where one of the petals was removed, it couldn't sense the vibrations anymore so it's like that bowl shape really helps it why was it missing a petal because he loves you they not. pulled it off <laughs> 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 evil scientists mangled the flower for their own personal experiments so yeah be nice to flowers i guess nope can hear you. only if you're buzzing though like only the, if you're like a bee yeah only if you're a bee uh, yeah. walk up to a flower <laughs> then start ripping it apart mm-hmm. i want yeah. it to know well actually if you were trying to eat the nectar if you could that would be the thing to do is like mimic a bee i sound. want it to know that's how they did the experiments they just had recordings of bees i wonder if they like uh, the sound of hummingbirds like you know they kind of have a little bit of a buzz yeah if that like this wing sound mm-hmm. or something yeah we'll walk up to every flower and just stomp on it mike <laughs> well then it'll be happy before it dies because it'll think that it's about to get pollinated it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to release all the good juices. Yeah. Stomp, 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 stomp. Oh, that's sad. Mike, don't do that. Why? Uh, it's that whole look at cow. I have to ask why. Then it's that whole I look at cow in the eye. To you. Look at cow in the eye. I want to see its fear. Like, it knows it's coming. It knows it's dinner. It knows it's oh filet. My God. Mignon. All right. Let's, uh, I'm getting hungry. Let's uh, <laughs> segue. <laughs> let's segue. I don't know how we're going to segue into this. Flip the table or... or Flip the switch. Flip the switch. No, like turn, turn, turn the, the turn the tables. Turn the tables. All right, let's do this. Okay. And two, two, t- two turn tables and a microphone. Yes. No. Wait. All right. No, I don't know what's happening. Totally butchering this. I, yeah, yeah, this is All horrible. Right. That was a pun for before, not now. This whole setup. No, I know I'm gonna win. <sighs> no, you're gonna lose because <laughs> you got a bunch of cats. Yeah, and, and this is cats terrifying. can get parasites that can cause schizophrenia in their owners. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. probably heard it on this podcast because we talked about this before. But now the studies are like uh, getting larger, they're larger sample sizes, and further confirming that this is the case, which is scary. I don't hear voices though. Well, you, the way that you can get it, um, you can get it a couple ways. Like you can get it through like properly or improperly cooked meat. You can also get it from handling cat feces. So if you're the one scooping the litter box, which is me, ha. not Mike, that's right. You might have all kinds of issues. See, I read this study before we adopted cats. That's why I made the agreement that you would take care of this. I see. Well, yeah. great. You still have to live with me, so watch out. That's okay. Watch that's your back. divorce court. Watch what the your fuck other are you back. Talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so the parasite is called what? Toxoplasma gondii. 
with two eyes. I like how Gandhi is <laughs> part of the name. I might be saying it, it wrong. You know, it, it's, spelled, it's not spelled like Gandhi, Gandhi. It's spelled like phonetically. G-O-N-D-I-I. So not phonetically. Gandhi. Gandhi. It's probably Latin. All right. Um, yeah. They have found a link between infection with that parasite and schizophrenia. So they're okay. not necessarily saying causation yet, but these studies aren't looking good. Well, right I mean, it just with all the crazy cat ladies that are out there, it kind of does Actually, make sense. Actually, that's true. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. Ha I don't hear voices. We've had Dexter since what, two thousand eight? Here, look. You obviously have your poo control under. Well, yeah, we control. clean it up. But look at we're not just sitting there like, oh, look at this cat shit. Let's just leave that there. I for have a some second. facts <laughs> to dispense. There's schizophrenia and there's paranoid schizophrenia. They're different. Okay, They're what's different the other one? You don't have to be hearing voices all the time to be schizophrenic. Okay, so what are the other symptoms? I'm just telling you, it doesn't have to be. You oh. could have it. Okay, but what are the symptoms? And um, the other point I want to make: looking cows in the eyes before you murder them. <laughs> that's more. Talking that's about more. Stomping about on flowers. flowers yeah. Yeah, stomping on flowers because they can hear you. That's more psychopath behavior, not schizophrenic behavior. There's some crossover. I'm sure that diagram. There's some. There's some. There's some crossover between yeah. psychopath and schizophrenia. Yeah. I, I, uh, maybe, but I th feel like like. Mine is definitely planned. Mm. Like I, I'm less it's like. It's not irrational. Yeah, it's behavior. not irrational. That's what schizophrenia is. Is schizophrenia more way more irrational? No, I think schizophrenics try to rationalize their behavior yeah. like you're doing right now. Yeah. No, I don't yeah, think, I think they do. I think That's they. Sure. Yeah. I think they can still plan things out. Mm. Uh, right. I don't like think how so. to get arrested. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't feel crazy. Well, that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm good. But okay, we're on cracking them. He's starting to think. I know. Oh, maybe I on, a, like, on another on another serious note, though, they do say in here for people who own cats and may be concerned, um, it takes a few days for the parasite to become um, li like for it to get to the point where cat poop could be infectious to you with parasites, and we do scoop it every day, so yeah, we should so be fine. Yeah, we're good. But if you are pregnant, you probably shouldn't be anywhere near it and definitely not handling it because um, that gets into some dangerous territory. So basically, I'm not schizophrenic and my weird cow homicidal tendencies are just more... just your glorious personality. That's yeah. just, that's that's just, just, just genetics. Who I, just yeah. who I am. Right. <laughs> so there's some good information actually on the CDC about this. I'm actually like kind of concerned about this because, you know, we have three cats and there's a lot of poop around and but that's But we clean it all the time. No, we do. So the parasite does not become infectious in the poop until one to five days after it is shed in a cat's feces. Yeah. So we scoop it every day. Um, yeah. And then it just says keep cats indoors to prevent them from hunting and, you know, getting this parasite more often. So basically... Keep your counters clean, cook yeah. your meat correctly, don't be an idiot. So basically everything we're doing. <laughs> Although Reno is safer because he doesn't own cats or eat meat. Mm -hmm. So he'll survive the... The parasite apocalypse. Something tells me I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Next up. Yeah, this we've one. Got is now crazy. we're we're, we're kind of switching gears a little bit. I yeah. think it's nice just to remember that humans are part of nature as well. You know, we're kind of a little different from the rest of nature, but that's you know, true. This well, is we're bullshit. becoming more and more different. And we, we are didn't start out that way. And we're really kind of altering and changing the the landscape and what nature is capable of and we're even blurring the lines between technology and nature yeah such as creating artificial animals which is creepy but also cool sounding like you know when you like look at the ingredient list of something that says like artificial flavors yeah you're like <laughs> what is that yeah 
Don't like, they still not have to like specify what that is? You know There's what like a rule that you know. Yeah, and when they say fragrance. like, and it says like, contains natural. Flavor. Well, then tell me what the fucking the natural thing is. Like this one will like potato. Yeah, this one doesn't have artificial. It has only natural. Mm. Those so yeah, the potatoes. So potatoes, safflower, and or sunflower, and or canola oil, mm. and or maltodextrin, like, uh, sea salt, salt, because you know you need both. You do mm. need both. It's delicious. Green pel- uh, bell pepper powder, garlic powder, sugar, mm. yeast uh, extract, spices. Mm. Uh, that's all it says. Just spices. Spices. Vinegar, jalapeno powder, onion powder. I mean, parsley powder. They are really good though. Citric acid. <laughs> natural flavors. Natural Variance. flavors. Yeah. Parsley flakes. Parsley flakes. Well, so we know what that is. That's good. So, in more exciting news, other than the ingredients of potato chips. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of a, a list of ingredients here, tell us what ingredients are in this biohybrid animal. Yeah. So we've got <laughs> the heart of a rat. Oh, this sounds like a like a Disney evil princess spell. The like heart of a rat, <laughs> or Michael Boyd. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the heart of a rat. With a gold skeleton and a rubber body. Just I'm all about this. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. It looks, it's a small looking, like, it kind of looks like a stingray. The it rubber is, is, is transparent and the, it's, it's just the cells, like heart cells of a rat. It's not like a full on beating heart. Of, yeah. But it's. It's like enough to pulse though. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough to create a heart. And then it's got a gold reinforced skeleton. Yeah. which So we're creating terminators. I mean, they're small right now, but, but just wait. Little Terminators, little Terminitos. <laughs> you know, they actually also look like little the... F- Tom and Jerry Terminators. <laughs> <laughs> they look kind of like the face huggers in Alien. Yeah. Also, they don't have the creepy legs, but when you look at like a picture of them flat, it seems like they do. You can see their little skeletons. It's 3D creepy. printed. So when can I adopt? Mm, listen to all the terrifying characteristics first before you decide you yeah. want one. You might have to register it and tag it, you know, yeah. get papers, neuter it. You know, you don't want this thing reproducing, you know. <laughs> gold skeleton creatures. It's got his rubber gold dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking everything. The fastest rubber dick. <laughs> this is right the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, I wonder why the skeleton is made of gold. And then I figured it must be to con- like, um, conduct electricity. Yeah. Which ended up being the case. But they kind of... The scientists were saying that they like program this thing to move around based on um, light. Mm-hmm. Like they, um, it can somehow like register the types of light, and that's what makes it go into its arranged pattern around the. I don't even know where they put it. Like not in a tank of water. It just goes around like a table or something. Like where is it? Mm, I'm not sure if it's in like some kind of fluid or. Okay. But it's it doesn't have like. A brain. Right. It's just like a robot that happens to be using a heart of a rat. (laughs) (laughs) As you do when you're a robot. Yeah. I think the connotations for this were uh, like they were trying to figure out if they could maybe one day make an entire heart artificially. Mm -hmm. They're just testing out the cells right now and seeing if they can like get them to do what they want basically. Mm -hmm. So it's cool, but also really weird and creepy. I, I also saw in another article that we're not discussing about, but uh, that uh, scientists have created a, a new strand of DNA that has um, eight letters instead of four letters. What the like fuck? You know, like 
all DNA has is just made up of A, C, T, and G, I think. What right. the hell are we going to call Gattaca now? Well, there's a DNA, <laughs> and then there's, <laughs> there's a DNA, and then there's the RTNA or something like that. Hmm? RNA. RNA, yeah. yeah. And like, there's uh, like one of the letters changes between the two. I, I, I biology was fucking twenty years ago. Mm. Like, yeah, no. RNA has an R in it that yeah. DNA doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not I like guess. it's not no, the like, chain uh, of though, like one of the four letters changes or something like that, or they swap. No, they make the RNA yeah. makes like a. The best analogy I heard is the RNA is kind of like the chef taking a recipe and making it sort of like um, improvising from the DNA. Yeah, the RNA yeah. M- more Something. or less like kind of like reads and implements the DNA. The DNA is like the blueprints or the recipe, and the RNA is the cook. Mm-hmm. So or yeah. builder. But so yeah. far, there's only been like those. Look, I hated <laughs> biology. I was just like, yo, <laughs> We're talking give me about construction. <laughs> I was like, give me, give me <laughs> my D minus and let me out of here. Yeah, I hated <laughs> biology too. I was terrible at it. But now there's eight letters. Well, yeah, they, they created like a synthetic DNA that has eight letters. Do you remember what the other letters were? Can I have some? <laughs> a little alphabet soup. Like, I wonder which ones they picked and why. You well, know? does this like this just like make people like stronger, faster, better? No, it's what like you mean like the that song? <laughs> it's like a, a whole it, new baby mm. faster. It's like a whole new form of life. Like it's not something like. Can we change my genetic code so that I can have a fast dick yes. and superpowers? Yes. That's all I want. Yes. Give me that fast appendage. You need a, my dick. You need a, a rat heart, though. I, I could do Check. that. Okay. <laughs> we might need more than one because, I mean, I'm not the size of a rat. Or that little fucker's going to work overtime. <laughs> Daisy chain like eight rat hearts together. More than that. Have you seen the size <laughs> of a rat? I'm going to need like 20 of those motherfuckers. So, um... And other interesting things that were 3D printing were 3D printing homes, um, also using 3D. And I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit in previous episodes, but we're at least when I say we, I'm talking about um, yeah, I don't Australia touch on Australia have uh, found a way to 3D print uh, hemp concrete uh, homes. So they're using hemp to make homes, and it's 3D printed. Wait, hemp concrete, like it's a mixture of hemp and concrete, or the hemp is mimicking concrete? I can't imagine these being sturdy. It's called hempcrete, and it's actually sturdier than concrete. Um, Bullshit. They test, well, never mind. I have all these This is just the hippie agenda to try to make hemp legal. Well, H- yeah. It is legal. I know it is now. It's fucking bullshit. Easier to use for many things. Yeah. You bet you can't make anything out of it. You keep burning it up. <laughs> <laughs> Burn marijuana. The hemp is not... You it's don't the same shit. No, Look, we're trying not. to gotta educate yourself on I'm not going to educate myself on this. Well, Rena will that. educate both of us because I honestly can't imagine how this can be stronger than concrete. Does that mean, like, have they tested it, um, like, with earthquake simulators or anything? Uh, I'm not sure. But... Um, that would be better. Hemp is the strongest uh, natural fiber. That grows. So you mix it with uh, concrete, it actually makes the concrete stronger. There's uh, many, many different uses for hemp. And it's also uh, a really good insulator, too. So um, um, it keeps the heat and keeps keeps it cool during the summer. So Well, then maybe California, the Caltrans needs to get on this shit. Because mm-hmm. these roads are fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hemp that shit up, motherfucker. Yeah, you <laughs> just legalized hemp. Make it happen. Um, These are really strange-looking structures. Like, I, I'm assuming they don't have to look this way. It's just, like, they thought they'd make a cool design while they were at it. Right, because it's 3D printed, so it's not like they're taking a bunch of boards, and like, 4x4s four and shit to That's build a true. house. It's 3D 
printed. And so you can make, you can grow the hemp and make the concrete 3D printed house in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Instead of like, versus like well, months, I guess. Is yeah, deforesting a forest that took 50 years to grow. Yeah. You know, like in but three Where are we going to put those houses if we don't cut down the trees? I know. <laughs> oh, please. But hemp grows mega fast, um, really tall. It's kind of like bamboo in that kind of sense that it grows oh super okay. duper fast. It grows straight up, so it doesn't take up a ton of space. So uh, these are kind of cool looking. Though. They're very like sort of modular. Like they kind of remind me of the Easter Island statues because they have that strange like <laughs> long oval sort of shape. Really silly. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're really they're very odd looking. Like they're want to live in an oval just, rock. You're just kind of like. You know what? Oh, is yeah, God, <laughs> Jesus! It looked like a bunch of those shitty Winnebagos. Yeah, actually, they do look like yeah. RVs stacked. Yeah, those, those airstreams. It's like let's just put mm. this airstream up on its side. Yeah, cool. I mean, they have Call windows. They have they have house-looking windows, but that's about it. I don't know if I would want to live in one. Nope. I mean, nope. You know, they're just not very attractive. But that's why I asked if they had to look that way. Do you think, or could they do like a different design to the 3D printer and like program it differently? I'm 99.9% certain they could reprogram it to do different architecture and like shape. normal yeah. ones, yeah. Normal. <laughs> what is normal, Nina? Not this. This looks fucking stupid. Would you live <laughs> in one of these? Fuck yeah, I would. What? Mm. Yeah, look at who you're asking. No, I know. Okay. All right. Gosh, well, such squares. Like kind of yeah, house houses, actually, yeah, my house has to look like a square. Otherwise, it's not cool. Well, I didn't say it's not cool. It's just yeah, you tried. Yeah, you did. You I said these are ugly. That's what I said. <laughs> Good luck trying to hang shit on the walls, buddy. Yeah, or vacuum. Yeah. What, what makes you think you can't vacuum inside? Because they have round walls. It's like living inside a terrible oh 1970s God. sci-fi movie. Yeah. All right. Well, okay, All Reno, right. go ahead and get one of these if you want. It's fine. And go get your upside down Airstream. Another <laughs> depressing news. Oh. Um, we're this fucking up our planet, in case you yeah. didn't know. Yes. Status quo there, yeah. Um, our oceans are pretty fucked. Good. And they're just getting worse and worse and worse. Good. But do you know what, like, the most number one common thing in the ocean is that we throw in there? Plastic. Actually, no. This one's saying there's something else. What? 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 Is yeah, it better? Another guess, Mike. It's it's worse. Guess it's again. worse. If that's what you mean by better. Batteries. Batteries. <laughs> less <laughs> less <laughs> complex. Lighter. Lighter. Styrofoam. Ooh, you're getting closer. It's almost as bad. More toxic. What? Well, mm. I don't know if it's more toxic than well, styrofoam. I think. I mean, it <sighs> is because of how people use them. I. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Something that you used to do all the time. I used to do all the time. Not throwing mm -hmm. into the ocean, but you used to use these things all the time. Mm -hmm. What? Aluminum cans? What? No. What? Close. Cigarettes. Oh, that's mm. rad. No, it's not. Cigarette butts are fucking up the ocean. Mm. But cigarette butts are, I mean, there's different kinds of cigarettes. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, ex-smoker. <laughs> uh, aren't, aren't the filters made out of cotton? There's uh yeah there's some like that like there's definitely it's a fabric inside there I, d I didn't I didn't look the and the you ingredients. might get and you get a little bit of the leftover tobacco cigarette yeah. butt stuff you well know. plus there's a bunch in that like fabric as you finish yeah. up I'm not sure how bad tobacco is for the ocean probably well just the as other bad as it there. is for your lugs yeah I mean. or like yeah. the ocean creatures yeah getting yeah. getting the ocean creatures hooked on cigarettes because the cigarette what? butts have the filter. All the shit that you just smoked is And in that all filter. the stuff that's being filtered out is now in the ocean and the animals who live in the ocean. So that filter, when it starts, it's white. 
Yeah. yeah what is and then it's the color of it's your lungs. Not, not white. After you smoke. <laughs> so some of the things that are found in there other than like nicotine are arsenic and lead. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Things that are great for, you know, ocean animals and, and don't there, don't some cigarettes have like fiberglass? Yeah, like the, the crappier brands, don't they like somehow no, get I traces of stuff in well them? Well, there's a, there's people out there that smoke like natural cigarettes. Like the American spirits are mm -hmm. supposedly natural. Mm. They have I natural flavors in them. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> oh, here's your natural cancer in a stick. Yeah. Versus I the fiberglass one. I remember like recently the, the straw ban happened because everyone was like, oh my God, there's so many straws in the ocean. Mm -hmm. We have to get rid of them. We have to do all this crap. Restaurants can't just automatically give them to you anymore. Yeah, they um, can. Well, um, yeah, they still do. I need one of you to get to. these away from me. You're supposed to like have there to ask go. for them. And no I just more chips for me. Just in California, if that. Yeah, yeah. But I think that like, you know, obviously looking at this article, it makes more sense to focus on the cigarettes. But there's like a huge company that makes a lot of money off of cigarettes and they don't want you to, you know, they don't, they don't want to deny to access to them. They don't want you to mindfully dispose of your cigarettes? I guess. I mean, you know, Lame. they don't want to be seen as the bad guys. So they probably put the focus on the straw people. Fucking capitalism. Yeah. I just, I... Let's not save the oceans because then we can't sell cigarettes. That's true. Yeah. I've been around smokers and it's crazy like how many of them will just like throw it on the ground. And yeah, you're not throwing it into the ocean, but once it rains, those go down into the um, rain gutters and they're carried to water, mm -hmm. you know, channels and that's it. And makes Mike, me want to smoke again. I can't remember if you did that too. <laughs> I think at some point all yeah. smokers do that. They just throw it on the ground. Yeah, no, I know. Like I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be a good person here. I was just yeah, like, but Fuck what? This, I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't get why. That's something I haven't heard from Mike in a long <laughs> time. Like, oh, like I'm going to be a good person and do the responsible thing. In what other context is it is it right to just throw your trash on the ground as you're standing there? Well, no, like, I used to flick them out the window as I drove. That's the only thing people do it with, like consistently. People who never litter at all normally. If they're smokers, they're like, nah, fuck it, and they just throw it on the ground. I don't get that. Yeah, it's not crazy. All, not all smokers are like that. To are be they? Like yeah. name one that's not like that. Yeah, I'm going to girlfriend. Like cigarette smokers? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, good. But did she smoke like all the time? Yeah. Okay. Well, then okay. she's very mindful of of throwing her cigarette butts away. Well, that's good. So when I was smoking, at one point I stopped throwing them out the window as I drove. Yeah. Not because I was all of a sudden became a good person, hmm. but Clearly. I <laughs> almost got a ticket for littering. Well, hmm. yeah. So you are. Then I started doing that. But when I was like out and about with my friends and everything it was on the ground. I know. Parking lots are full of that crap. This one time uh, I was driving with some friends. Uh, I think we had some kind of acrobatic training. And we had some like European guy with us. And like he was eating some kind of food in the back seat. And then he just throws the trash like out the like moving car. And we're like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing, dude? He's like, just throwing my garbage. He's like, no, no, we don't do that here. We're in like San Francisco. <laughs> so we're like, Where no, is no, he no, from? no, you can't just throw your shit out the window. Yeah, Where, Where is, is he that? from? Somewhere in Europe, I think. I couldn't, I can't remember, but I think it was European and he, like, it was just mm -hmm. like, didn't really register with him that you just don't throw your garbage like in the streets. Yeah, like why wouldn't America, you throw it in a trash can? I thought European Europe was socially conscious mm, or some dirty. of it, most of it. It right? wasn't that long ago, like 100 years ago, like that's just what you did yeah, with everything. Yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to be so more socially conscious than we are. Well, that's are not they? saying no. much though. <laughs> Obviously not. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, in better news, I don't throw my cigarette butts on the ground anymore. That's good because you don't use them anymore. So oh, there you go. So that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I don't I think I probably still would if I smoked. So here's something that might be a little counterintuitive for all the uh, environmentally conscious uh, hippies out there. 
organic f farming. We've all heard about how it's supposed to be better, but there's some aspects of it that are actually worse for the environment. Oh, like what? Well, let, let's let's hear this. Let's just kind of paint the picture here. If you're growing like an acre's worth of crops, if you have genetically modified food crops and you're using fertilizers and pesticides and all that stuff, you're probably going to get a higher yield of crop, you know, bigger berries, more berries, whatever, than you are if you're going to go organic. They're going to be smaller berries. Some are going to die. Some are going to be eaten by the bugs. Not and the uniform. Pests. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be like unattractive at produce markets. So if you're trying to get a return on your investment or sell X amount of food, you're going to need more land to, if you're growing organic, which means you're chopping down more forests and you're creating more carbon emissions. Cool. You're basically getting less bang for your buck. Okay. So um, in that deforestation that you're causing, you're putting more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Fuck which yeah. You it's know, it's bad news for the organic movement. Yes. But also, yes. I, I think you could easily argue that the while it does add up, all these different farms and stuff like that, and how much forests are chopping down, that's kind of a, a small drop in the bucket when it comes to carbon dioxide emissions. You know, when you think about like all the cars that are travel that you know drive around all that kind of stuff all the where all the greenhouse gas emissions come from the small fraction you get from the deforestation from directly from organic farms it's probably a, f a pretty small fraction in the whole mix of like co2 being pumped into the atmosphere yeah but still i mean if it doesn't even make enough food then it kind of doesn't make sense to do it right if you're that like is one family like doing your own garden and stuff then that's kind of cool yeah. But like a farmer, like a commercial farmer. Right. Yeah. And there's, and I mean, it's, it's more, and it's complicated too, because, um, you know, like a lot of, there's a lot of other environmental um, problems that come from GMO foods and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's not, uh, I, I think it's just not a, a, a clear, simple, like, well, which one's better? Which one's right? Yeah. Is it yes or no or right or wrong? It's, it's not that clear cut. There's pros and cons. And I'm sure like um, certain types do better in certain areas. Right. So exactly. They can't all be organic farms, but like mm -hmm. maybe sometimes. But uh, something to think about next time you're deciding organic or regular. I never decide. I just grab whatever I want. I don't care if it's... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I never, I don't, I never care. Hmm. It's I don't so like, oh, I totally got to get this organic over this one. I it's never think that. It's so expensive. I live right next to the Sacramento uh, co-op, food co-op. Oh, co -op. yeah. Th oh, yeah. That place oh. is expensive, though. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah, cool. It's like pretty fresh produce that's locally grown, mm -hmm. which is cool. But like, it's so damn expensive. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. Well, for some people it is. I'm sure. It's just how they prioritize. You them. might as well just go to a farmer's market. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's not always like, I don't know. Uh, it's not always happening. It's not always <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not always there, especially like when you're available. Yeah, but usually it's so cheap there that you could just like buy it in bulk. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. So but without all those preservatives. I know. It doesn't last as long nope. usually. That's right. Get your chemicals, son. So <laughs> as a <laughs> crunchy <laughs> hippie. What kids need. As a crunchy hippie, yes. and as someone who has crunchy hippie friends, <laughs> not us, <laughs> definitely not us. I don't uh, completely dismiss or hark on um, 
uh, like the GMOs and all kind of stuff because to a certain extent that stuff is necessary. Yeah. And, and there's we still got a long ways to go. They're still you know still fairly new. Um, humans are capable of of um, helping out and creating a positive thing for the environment. Um, I think this might be our last article. Scientists have found a way to make crops grow 40% more efficiently Ooh. by fixing a glitch in photosynthesis. Hmm, this sounds like it'll one day end up being horrible. Like we don't see the implications uh, yet, but No, okay, so here's Like what maybe the glitch is there for protection. No, it's, it's I don't think so. So okay. what happens is um when it happens uh, during photo, uh, what is it called? Photorespiration. Photorespiration. So there's this um, key step that involves the enzyme <coughs> ribulose 1, comma, 5 biphosphate carboxylase oxygenase. Mm, speaking or, of recipes. Or for short, we'll just call it Rubisco. Right? So this enzyme, Rubisco, it wedges a carbon dioxide into the compound ribulose 1. 5-biphosphate. But 50%, or sorry, about 20% of the time, Rubisco makes, mistakes oxygen for carbon dioxide. <laughs> like you do when you're right? completely I mean, backwards. Right, I mean, <laughs> okay. if you can mix, you know. I mean, I've done that. Poor resolution, you know, you can't even tell a zebra from something else. It's so. true. Um, so when this happens, um, it creates, as a byproduct, ammonia and gly glycolate. Mm, which, which are, are delicious to consume. Yeah. <laughs> They're toxic compounds, and so the plant has to um, flush out these toxins. And so it spends about 40% of its energy oh, okay. just getting rid of ammonia and glycoly glycolate. Yeah. So um, uh, they genetically modified it so that it... Um, doesn't make that mistake, it only um, pushes the CO2 into the Rubisco, with Rubisco, so that yeah. you don't get the ammonia byproduct. Okay, but to play devil's advocate, if we're like taking, uh, if we're changing that trait in plants, mm -hmm. what if like they suddenly, like over time, they forget like how to recognize that mistake and correct it because they will. They won't be making it anymore. And if something goes wrong or I don't know, whatever, like maybe that talent that they have is used in other ways that we don't know about. Sure, yeah, this does so happen, yeah. I don't know. It sounds good, but who knows what apocalyptic thing will happen because we did this. I guess not all the plants are, are doing it yet. Right, right. Like you could have, you could still, you know, keep your non-contaminated organic seeds and plants, and you could have your genetically modified ones. By the way, they the the only plant they've done this for, tobacco. Yeah, see, like that goes along with my theory of <laughs> like tobacco is the most important thing ever. We have to grow it more and faster. Right. You know. It's hmm. Good thing we're growing, <laughs> uh, fucking tobacco forty percent higher speeds. Yeah, maybe we should grow forty percent more ocean while we're at it because we need to have all the space <laughs> to throw those cigarette butts in. Okay, Nina, you don't grow ocean, okay? Ocean doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> yeah, it does. You just fucking <laughs> melt the ice caps. Boom, more yeah, ocean. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. I thought you were all about this global warming <laughs> shit. I know how to nah. make more ocean. Do you? You melt shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is interesting, and, you know, I, I, I totally uh, uh, get the concerns of, of genetically modifying things like gene editing babies and then finding out 50 years down the road like oh that one thing you change it doesn't just 
affect this one trait. Like it's yeah. a complex, you know, uh, thing that affects multiple things. So, uh, you know, we should definitely be cautious and test things out. But still, if we could increase our, um, you know, our crop yields by 40%, that's that's fucking sizable. It which makes means sense to do it like on certain plants. Right, which means we have less deforestation. We have more efficient farms. Like, I think most people would agree we want very efficient farms and crops. Yeah. So, so why not? I guess it still I seems guess. creepy. Like we're we're ruining something that we're not aware. It seems creepy, but like I think once we get used to it, used to the idea. You know, I like think about like heart transplants. When that first came out, people were like, "What? You're gonna cut open a body?" take out their heart and put someone else's beating heart yeah, you're right. into that person. You're like, yeah. you are fucking nuts. No way. And now <laughs> we're just like, yeah, whatever. It's heart fine. transplant, kidney transplant, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But let's give it another generation or two. I'd be like, yeah, GMO, fake photosynthesis. Mm. Let's do it. Why not? I still think we don't, we don't know what's going to happen because of all this yet. That's all. All these changes we're making. Yeah, exactly. I'm concerned. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, you've been listening to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Reno Gorman, Nina Boyd, and their very allergic producer, Mike. Good night.